But you know Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, one thing he did, he sometimes, there's a story, Shaquille O'Neal, his teammate, walked in the gym early, and there was Kobe Bryant playing basketball, but he didn't have a ball. He was just dribbling a ball like air. So first thing everybody here, Stephanie and Grant and everybody listening, you gotta know, and this is principle number one, and this is hard for people, it's simple to understand, hard to implement. And it comes from, people think it's Albert Einstein. What's the definition of insanity? Insanity equals, I'm gonna make the math formula, please write this down. Even if you heard it before, write it down because you're gonna absorb it better. They say that by writing things down, you absorb it, absorb it about 50% better. So, insanity equals doing same thing over and over and expecting different results. This right here, uh, expecting different results. This right here is our modern school system and our modern workforce. Everybody in the modern education system does the same thing. Basically from first grade to the day you graduate either high school or college, you start about six years old, depending if you go to, I, I dropped out of college, but if you didn't, you're gonna be between 18 and 22 years old, right? Okay, this is the foundation of your life. It's very much insanity. Because what do they do? They teach you basically the same thing every year. It doesn't really change. They teach you the same thing. In first grade, they start teaching you basic arithmetic. Here, you're still taking basic arithmetic classes. They'll be a little more advanced. They'll maybe trigonometry, they might be calculus. But again, do they apply to most people's life? No. So the school system is expecting to teach the same thing and have different results. What is the average result for a person? We have Stephanie and Grant here and all of you. What's the average result for, let's just take the United States to start with. What's the average result? The USA, I can tell you, the average person makes around $52,000 a year, okay? So this is the results coming from this school system. 52 grand a year after taxes, so you're getting a paycheck for about four grand, the average person. Remember, America is the wealthiest country in the world of large countries, let's say, okay? In terms of, G America has the largest GDP. This applies, though, no matter where you're listening from. So listen closely, even if you're not in the United States. Same principle. So the average American is making roughly 52. After, so that's a check about 4,000 a month. Now after taxes, what are you really left with? 2,800 bucks? Let's just be generous. Let's, let's be accurate. It's about $2,800. Can you get ahead in life making $2,800 a month? Net, after you pay the government and Social Security and all these other things that are deducted. I'm gonna say no, and the reason I know that is the average American saves 2%. So that means the average American who makes 52 grand is saving maybe $1,000 a year. If you don't believe that, here's a crazy other fact. The average person retires with only $60,000. Now, if you retire at age 65 or 70 with only 60 grand, guess what? You're gonna probably be in an old folks home for poor people. You're not gonna afford the right medicine. You're gonna be on Medicaid, because now people live longer. 
So you're going to have 60 grand to last you 10, 20 years? No. And along the way, you struggle all the way up to age 60. So first thing you got to know if you want to be in my 300 group is you have to be committed to do new things. You have to be committed to change. And some people, let's just be honest, are stubborn. So even if you show them the answer, they're not going to change. And if that's you, I can't help you. You might as well go off this call. Okay. If you're super committed to what you're already doing, then, you know, there's no point of being here. This, by the way, this is a mindset tip I'm giving you. And you may have heard it before, but it doesn't mean you absorbed it. Are you somebody who generally takes the insane path? How many years have you been doing what you're doing? Just ask yourself. Let's see a comment. How many years have you been working, let's say, at your current job or this same kind of job, whatever that job might be? How many years? How many years did you go to school? How many years you've been in your job? Somebody said three years. Somebody said 15 years, 20 years. Somebody said they've been a locksmith for 20 years. Now, I'm not going to tell you you always have to change everything you're doing. You might just have to do it better. You're a locksmith. You might have a business. Somebody said, hey, Wood, 25 years of insanity. So some older people on here, four years. Okay, let's get to solutions here. So if we know that the entire planet, basically, statistically, is living in financial insanity, literally, financial insanity. Probably, look, my mom, I was born to a single mom. My dad was in prison when I was growing up. She get, didn't get remarried till about, I was about eight or nine, so she was one income source. My mom never made more than 20 grand a year. Now, sometimes I make, on average, I make over $100,000 a day now. My mom made 20,000 in 365 days. And I'm not saying that to, to disparage my mom. I'm just saying my mom was in the insane system. So she was working hard. My mom sometimes worked two jobs. She would leave me at home, no babysitter. She couldn't always afford one so because she had to go work. And so I'd sit there at home, you know, five years old. And that's because she was in a system where she was making minimum wage and then everything went to taxes and bills. At the end of the month, there was never much left over. So what's the solution I grew up in insanity. Maybe you've been in insanity. Here's what happened. So you have to have something called interruption patterns. So imagine here's your life for however many years. You've been going on this, and then you need something to interrupt. Okay? And then all of a sudden, life goes like this. Now, here's the tricky thing. Most people, and this is the point of change right here. They call this the inflection point. But here's the problem for most people. That's a positive inflection point. Your life gets better. It goes up. Most people financially, they have an interruption in their life, but it's negative. So it's a massive negative. This could be losing your job. This could be college debt. This could be uh, medical this could be trying to start a business and failing at it and going bankrupt. Okay, debt, all these things, right? So here's what happens. You only change when something massively interrupts you. For me, it was ending up sleeping on a couch, broke, less than $50 in my bank account, no college degree, no car, no resume. I didn't even have a suit, nothing. Literally nothing. I lost touch with the most of my friends. I didn't have a girlfriend. I was lonely. I was broke. 
And that was my interruption point. Unfortunately, mine was negative. And here's the thing, I was able to pull out of it, but a lot of times people don't, and people commit suicide here. Remember in 2008 in Miami, I was looking to invest in some real estate in 2009, right after the crash. My lawyer, a guy named Leor, I was having lunch with him, and he goes, man, I'm having a hard time in business. I said, why? He said, people aren't paying me. I said, why? Why don't you ask, you know, go after him? He said, no, they jumped off the roof of their buildings because they lost all their money in a real estate scam or in a real estate crash. So that was their interruption. It was literally permanent ending of their life. If you get too far behind financially, it becomes almost impossible to catch up. Warren Buffett says that. He says, be very careful about going backwards because sometimes you can't catch up. So for some of you, I don't know how far this interruption is, but you're probably watching this call live right now because something freaked you out. Now, a few of you and the people who have been in my 300, they had an interruption point that I told you, this kid in Minnesota that was on my Snapchat, he's now making $25,000 a month. My best student last year, a guy named Jaden Gross, you guys have seen him multiple times on my social media. He was broke in his early 20s. Now he's making, uh, he made $1.2 million in his first year. And he's on track, he's hoping, he's making $175,000 gross right now and he's netting over 70,000, netting 70,000 a month interruption pattern. So I want you, each of you to know, the solution to the insanity on the page before is having an interruption pattern that makes you go up and not down. And if you're already down here, I got good news and bad news. Bad news is most people won't do what they need to do to ever get out of this and they'll go on a tailspin. It's like a kamikaze pilot, like a suicide pilot in World War II. They just go all the way down and they never come up. A few of you are gonna be able to pull out of the tailspin and come up. And this call right now, I hope, will be your interruption moment. That this will interrupt you. Sometimes people go, Ty, is this stuff you're talking about scam? You talk about your life and we see Lamborghinis and all this and is that fake? And you know, people used to say that more in 2015 when I first had videos and people go, oh, you just rented those cars for a day to make videos. Now it's been three years every day they're on my social media and go, oh, okay, this is actually for real. For some people, that has to be the interruption, realizing that other people are doing it. All this stuff that I'm gonna do with some of you and take you through this 300 to this point of being in my 300 group, you're gonna look back and go, why didn't I believe this before? And I can tell you why, things hadn't gotten hard enough for you. Most people need massive pain to have interruptions. So here's the third thing, and this is important. This is important on this interruption pattern. Clear goals, so let's just do this right now. Clear goals, and even you could say visualization, but this gets abused, so let me tell you what good visualization is. Good visualization and bad visualization. You probably heard people say, just claim it. You know, just say, I'm a millionaire now and write yourself a check before you even have it. And I, I have mixed feelings on that. I don't know if it works, but it doesn't, it's not the best way for it to work. It's okay. I had Jocko here, Willink, uh, on my podcast. You guys know he's a Navy SEAL, 20 years in battle, decorated. He, I said, do you believe in positive visualization? He said, not really, not like most people. I just go and do it. You see, some people use visualization as an excuse to procrastinate, so that's bad. Let me show you the proper way to do this. Excuse is bad, but you know Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, one thing he did, 
He sometimes, there's a story, Shaquille O'Neal, his teammate, walked in the gym early, and there was Kobe Bryant playing basketball, but he didn't have a ball. He was just dribbling a ball like air. And Shaq said, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And he said, you got to see the ball go in before. But notice Kobe was in the gym working. See, some people lay in bed and think, I'm going to be a good basketball player or I'm going to make money. I'm going to get out of my financial situation. No, you're not. You're not going to get out of it unless you get in the gym and then you can do the visualization. So what's your clear goals? I want, these are your time frames. Write these down, very important. 67 days and 18 months. People make weird goals. They say, Ty, let me tell you my 10-year goal. You can't, 10-year goal? Who knows what the world's gonna be like in 10 years? Forget 10-year goal, it's too far off. And some people tell me their three-day goal. Ty, in three days, in one week, I get people DMing me literally thousands a day on Snap and Instagram, and they say stuff like, Ty, I need money. I need to change my life by, I got a credit card bill due in five days. How can I make $100,000? And I'm like, that's too short of a frame. Let's be realistic. You don't, very rarely do you go from rags to riches overnight. The fastest anybody's ever become a billionaire or made a billion dollars is the Priceline guy who started Priceline. It took him a year. And somebody started Jet.com last year and sold it in nine months for $3 billion. But that's the fastest in history, okay? Have people made a million dollars overnight? Not unless you really find oil or gold in your backyard, okay? These are realistic. So I want you to comment right now, and this is an important step. We know people are in insanity. We know you gotta interrupt the pattern. What do you interrupt it with? Clear goals with realistic timelines. Realistic. I wanna add that word. One of the greatest basketball coaches of all time, Michael Jordan's basketball coach, Dean Smith, said he never believed in that saying you should set your goals for the stars because even if you miss them, it'll land on the moon. He said, just make clear goals, hit them, and then go to the next goal. People say, Ty, how can I make a billion dollars? First figure out how to make $100 a month extra on the side, then $1,000. Go up by a multiple of 10, then figure out how to make 10 grand a month, 100,000 a month, a million a month. I remember when I started out, I figured out how to make 10 grand a month. I was excited. It was probably in 2000 two or three. I figured out how to go from zero to six figures, 10 grand a month. Changed my life. I can remember vividly looking at my bank account and for the first time having, I had like $7,000. And I remember being like, I've never seen that much money in my bank account. I grew up in a family where you always made ends meet barely. And then I thought, could I ever make more than 10 grand a month? And then I remember making 100 grand a month and being like, wow, 100 grand a month. This is the pinnacle of my life. That was probably in, uh, I don't know, 2009 or eight or 100,000, no, 100,000 a month, yeah, 2007-ish. I figured out how to do that and I was like, wow, this is mind blowing. I, and I couldn't imagine, but you know what? It's like stair steps, just go up the stair steps. So I want you to comment below. What's your 67 and 18 months goals? Not just financially, but talk about your lifestyle. Take a second to write some stuff. Like, let's take a second right here. What will your life be like? What will your bank account be like? What will be some practical things? Who will you be helping out? What cool trips will you be going on? Will you change where you live? What car will you be driving? How will your family be, uh, life be changed or your dating life if you're single? How much money will you save? 
what will you do with the debt you have now? Let's write about this. So I see somebody said they're going to have a 720 credit score. They want to be making 40,000. But, but you need to write 67-day or 18-month goal. Pick one and write it out here. All right, here we go. In 18 months, somebody said they want to go from 40 grand to 100 grand a year. Derek Card. Okay, good goal. Can you write that down? Derek Card is at $40,000 a year. In one and a half years, 18 months, he wants to be making six figures. Good. Ravi says in 67 days, want to have his, his, a website academy up. Okay. Somebody's talking about eating better food. Okay. Becoming a, John Johnson wants to launch his personal trainer business. Garfield Taylor said meeting time in real life, telling my success story and make, going from zero to $10,000 a month. Okay. Stin Hyman's, Heyman says from $5,000 a month through with a job, a nine to five job, wants to be instead making 5,000 with his own business. I like that one. That's what I did. Take things into your own hand. Liberty 9302 said he wants to be making $8,000 a month with marketing, a marketing business. Sloan Calvin said in 18 months going from, he's only making $1,000 a month, wants to be at six. All right, you get the picture here? Some lifestyle saying people want to, oh, here's somebody, Chongo TV says, clearing all their debt. Debt's nasty. You get a lot of debt, you wake up every morning thinking about it. TD Priest, 18 months paying off 25% of student loan. Now, let me show you something important. And this is the only way to make goals work. 99% of people procrastinate on their New Year's goals. Just think about it. You know the average person doesn't even go three weeks keeping their New Year goal, and I'm gonna show you why. You have to, this is number four, writing down, you have to attach strong emotion to the goal. And this is one of the things, so I launched this, you know, I've been mentoring people through my programs. Over 200,000 people have paid me to pay to be in my programs, whether it's a seminar, a conference, an online program, 67 Steps, all these different ones. And I've watched patterns. Some people succeed. You know, There's a guy who was here at my house who has... Now the number one ClickBank product. 2014, was he broke, he said, Ben? Yeah. Yeah. No, not broke. He's making like three grand a month. Um, His name's Wesley. And now he's on ClickBank. You can see he has the big, he has a product. He's a personal trainer. He went from personally training people in person. He put it online. He followed my exact formula, what I did. And um, this is, I met him. He came to my house. I did an influencer party, social media influencers. And he came and he said, Ty, you never met me, but I want you to know I've been watching you, going, watching your videos, learning from you from a distance, and now I make 500000 a month. 500 grand. He has the number one fitness offer on ClickBank. You can go over to ClickBank and you'll see. I don't know if he's still number one, but that was on recurring income. What made Wesley different? Because a lot of people make goals. Look how many people are making goals right here live. On all, I'm live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, and my own website. There's going to be at least 50,000 people watch this, literally, across all four platforms. People are, thousands of people are putting in. Do you think most people are going to do it? No. Most people aren't. That's the bad news that I have. A few of you will. Most people won't. They just won't. And I'm going to show you why. Main reason. This is what makes the interruption pattern work and the visualization of your goals work or not work? Do you have enough strong emotion with it? 
I'm going to give you an example. This is not about money, but this is about same thing, not procrastinating. So I used to own a lot of nightclubs in North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina. And one of them, I, uh, I, would, I would partner with the restaurant owner. I would bring in the nightclub because I didn't have a lot of money. I'll teach you guys. This is more advanced stuff. I'll get into this in a little bit. Teach how to, you can start with no money. I had no money to buy a building or anything like that. So what I did is I um, went to the restaurant owner and said, you got a restaurant. Once you close it at night, let me turn it into a club. And I had one at a place called George's Garage, Parazon, Spice Street, Red Room. And there was this place, Red Room. One night I'm with the, the head bouncer, the head of security for my clubs. It's a big, strong guy. His name is Franco. And he was the most in-shape guy, but he was like 45 years old. And it, Red Room was also an, uh, a Spanish tapas restaurant, so it had the best food. It was like 9 at night. I said, Franco, do you want some food? It was like bread we had. It's amazing. I'm like, have some. And he goes, I don't eat after 8 p.m. And I was like, what? And he's like, I never eat after 8. I don't eat carbs except at noon. And I, I remember pulling him aside a few minutes later, and I was like, man, you're so disciplined. Everybody says they want to be in shape. Why are you different? And he said, Ty, when I was young, I was overweight and I got bullied. And I got bullied from like age six to like age 16. I was the fat kid. And everybody was like, ah, Franco, the fat guy, Franco, fat, Frank. And he just pounded in his head. He built up some str- such strong emotions that he started lifting weights, I think, around age 16. And he became basically the strongest kid in school. Zero fat, just muscle. He was huge. He could bench press 550 pounds. Strong. He's like Rome that you see now, but not quite as tall. He's only 5'10", could bench 550. He was like 250. It was insane. It was the most strongest guy almost I've ever met. He had strong attachment, and he never failed to reach his goals. When everybody else was eating bread late at night, he just thought back, do you want to be made fun of again? And so for each of you, financially, for the ones that are going to stick with the visualization and the clear goals, and you're going to have the clear interruption moment in your life where one day you'll be able to say, you know, one day I was on my Instagram or Facebook Live, and my whole life changed financially because I came across this live call, and I learned to attach emotion. So I want you to think for a second, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you financial, financially? And here's the thing. Everyone tells you not to do this. And I don't agree with them. Everybody says, you know what? If you've made mistakes financially, just realize everything happens for a reason and pat yourself on the back that it'll all work out. Forget that. I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. If you want to hear the truth or if you want to hear bullshit, go somewhere else. If you want to hear the hard truth, you are suffering and you've missed out on huge opportunities in life because you didn't have any money in the bank account. So I want you to think right now, what's the worst thing that ever happened domino effect that happened. You didn't have enough money here, which means this didn't happen. And a whole chain reaction happened. What's the worst thing that happened to you emotionally around money? I'll tell you one that happened to me. I love basketball. Five, this isn't the worst, but five or six years ago, somebody said, do you want to be a part owner of one of the biggest basketball teams? NBA basketball team, championship team. It was not the Los Angeles Lakers. And I was like, procrastinated on it, I didn't have enough cash, and I didn't get in on the deal. And guess what? I could have bought into that comp, that basketball team. It's now worth almost five times the amount. 
Now, that's a goal later. You might. I remember worse things. I remember, I'll tell you a bad thing. Financially, when I got started, that happened to me later in life, missing out on big deals. But when I didn't have any money, one of the biggest things that will happen to you that I almost didn't pull out of is depression. Let me tell you, depression, I'm not a doctor, but I'll tell you this about depression. Depression rewires your brain. And if you get too far down that, people don't ever come out of it for 20, 30, 40 years. So you don't have the love life you should have. There's a good relationship I was in that I was stressed over money and I lost that relationship because I was so stressed and I was like, it just, you know, the number one cause of divorce, financial stress. So I sometimes look back on that woman. I was like, I think I should have married that girl. And I missed that one chance. That's an example. What's yours? Let's see. Somebody said Magali Ramos suffered from postpartum depression for a year. Hazif Hussein said he didn't have any money and became suicidal from the stress. Who had a ton of stress? Who has a ton of stress right now? Lost $85,000 gambling, somebody said. Somebody said, why emotion? The reason has to attach to emotion is that humans aren't really logical. They just think they are. You and I, look, I'm a, I think I'm logical. You're not. If you were logical, look back at your life in the last one year. How many hours a day should you have gone to the gym? Did you? See, if you were logical, you'd be like, I need to go to the gym once, one hour a day. Did you ever skip it? Yeah, because emotions kicked in. How much money did you plan to save? If I had talked to you one year ago, and how much money did you actually save? How much money are you guys saving? Are you saving? Are you spending more than you make? Because if you're logical, you wouldn't do that. See, everything happens at the emotional level between the ears. Control your emotions, then you'll control your thinking, then you'll control your bank account. Now, let's go here. I want to give you a practical thing because I want to do. So this is the mental side of things that I just went through. Let's go into the practical. So now you might say, all right, Ty, I got it. I can't keep doing the same pattern over and over. I can't keep going down this insane path. I can't, you know, I need an interruption moment which is either massive pain or massive success. For most people, it's massive pain. Then I need clear, realistic goals, not crazy goals, like goals for the next 67 days and goal for the next 18 months. And then lastly, you gotta attach it to emotion. Now, let's say you got that. You're like, all right, Ty, I got all that. What do I do? Here we go. That was mental, this is practical. Let's talk about the practical side of how you actually start making money. So depending on your situation, here's you today. Let's say you got the mindset perfect. You got the mindset 100% on lot. All right. Now you need practical stuff because bank account doesn't go up magically. What do you do? Well, there's a few paths and you're going to have to answer this. How's most wealth created in the world? Who knows number one thing that's created the most millionaires? Number one thing. What do we what do we need? Cease people's not billionaires, just millionaires. What's the number one business? Somebody said flow charts. No, a job, online selling, oil and gas, social media. There we go, real estate. That's the answer. So you got a couple options. Real estate is something you need to learn. It's created the most millionaires 
in almost every country in the world for the last, I don't know, 1,000 years. Even though technically in the last 1,000 years, well, last 100 years, they didn't have money necessarily 1,000 years ago like we do now. Okay, real estate. Number two, what's the other thing? What's the new thing that makes people, how do I make, let me show you something. I'm gonna log in. Do you have your Stripe account, Alex? Can I see it? I'm going to log in to one business I have called MentorBox. We just signed Walmart as a customer. We started this, what, 16 months ago, Alex? Something like that, yeah. We started with, from scratch. We didn't even put any money in to start. So today, we have made 20000 Sorry, I'll put it there. $20,000. The day's not over. 20715 Yep, and for the, in the last 30 days, we made $1.1 million. How did we do that? Who knows the answer? So it's 20715 While I'm on this call, this is going to go up another 1000 I'm going to make 1000 bucks. This is no work. It's For me, it's automated income. It's online. Okay, so here's your next option. And we're going to go through all these. So real estate, online. What's the third thing? What's the third thing? Why is McDonald's the biggest fast food place in the world. Do they have the best food? Do they have better hamburgers than In-N-Out? Do they have better hamburgers than Fat Burger? Do they have better hamburgers than your mom makes and your dad, you know, at barbecue? Why is McDonald's the number one fast food place in the world? Answer, marketing. So the third thing is you need to learn marketing. Learning marketing and what goes along with that is sales. I call it marketing and sales. So real estate, selling things online, Learning, marketing, and sales. What's the fourth thing? Somebody said dry cleaning. (laughs) Believe it or not, a lot of millionaires are made by dry cleaning. A ton. What's another thing? So McDonald's is the best because they marketed their brand the best. What's the other thing here? And I'm just going to put, I see it here. What's made the most billionaires? This made the most millionaires. Okay, this is the modern way that people make money. Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world, online. Marketing and sales. This one you could start from scratch. This is what I started with when I had no money because it takes no money to start. We're forgetting one fourth, a fourth thing, which is somewhat related here. What made the most billionaires today? If you go on the Forbes list, there we go, investing. So here's the four things I need to teach you. If you want to be in my 300 group, these are the four things you got to learn right here. You learn these four, set for life. You don't know these four, and you always have a weakness. The economy changes, real estate goes down, this doesn't always work. What happened in 2008? This doesn't always work. Diversify, don't have everything in here. Online, things can happen with online. You know, I've seen my websites crash. I've seen them be hacked before. Money stops flowing temporarily. Marketing sales, this takes you know, day-to-day work. Sometimes you don't feel like working. You go on a vacation, you don't make any money with sales. Investing is, of course, you need some capital to start. So you see how all four of these work together? That's the problem in the school system. They don't, notice one thing about the school system, going back to insanity, where you are right now. You might read some books on this, you might this, but school system is smart and dumb at the same time. Remember, school system is for 12 years, age six to age 18, plus college, 16 years. So if you buy a one book, it's not gonna teach you all these. Why didn't they teach us these four things as part of school? 
You got to ask yourself that. Why don't colleges? I'm not talking. I don't care if you want to be a doctor. You still need to know these things. You know, doctors have extra cash. They need to know how to invest it. And they need to know real estate. Doctors, now everything's moving online. You still have a sales element because you have to win customers over. I don't care what you do. You could be starting a charity. I get people, a guy came to me. He found me off Snapchat about a month ago. I posted him on my phone. I was at the Roosevelt Hotel eating a hamburger at this one, this one late night place. And he comes up to me and goes, Ty, I am from Africa. He showed me a video of his country. He said, we're in absolute poverty. And he goes, here's the things we need. I want to buy a school for kids, real estate. He said, I need to be able to grow the money. I need to understand investing. He said, but I can't get investors because he didn't know sales. And he said, how do I reach people? He didn't know online. Every one of these four things, even if you don't care about money and your only goal is to change the world and help other people only and you're the most selfless person, you still have to know these four. So how big of a tragedy is it that you and I are stuck in a trap and a bubble and we don't know any of these four? What if I could take you and train you on all four of these? Now, some of you will specialize. Some of you will do, see, I do some real estate. You guys might have seen my YouTube video. I just bought 152 acres on the East Coast. That's an example, but it's not my full-time business, real estate. Hey, you want to have a seat? I'm just, you can be a guest, guest star. Online, I just showed you today, made, let's, see, let's refresh this, see if we made any money since we last had this. Yep, went up, 20,885 bucks. Made about 100 bucks in the last, what is that, 60 seconds? Two minutes, three minutes. And this is just a part, I don't even do this full time. Marketing and sales. If you've seen me on YouTube, you know I'm doing marketing and sales. And then investing, whether it be in Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, the stock market, IRAs, your IRAs, tax planning, all that. So some of you are gonna specialize. And that's where the personal touch comes in. It depends. Some of you will do better with real estate. Some of you will do better here. we got to know your strengths and weaknesses. So I've developed a program. I'm going to put up a link a little bit later where basically you work with my team. We find out. We talk to you on the phone. We talk to you, either me or my team. We talk to you. Find your strengths and weaknesses. Pick a specialty. And then here comes the important thing. Once you discover this, you get, so first you got the mindset. Now you have the four pillars. You know, like when you build a house, you got pillars. Here's the whole four pillars that hold up for the rest of your life. Some of you are young. Somebody was on here saying they're 12 years old. Does this work? I'm like, heck yeah. Imagine if 12, you know who started at 12 years old? Bill Gates, Charlie Munger, uh, Warren Buffett started at seven. He built these four. And you know what's crazy? Well, he didn't do online back then because there was no internet. But Warren Buffett and Bill Gates for the last 17 years have been the number one and two richest people in the world until this year, Jeff Bezos, with online. But they had all these other ones. And then, of course, this one came in. Again, marketing. Microsoft, Bill Gates. Do you think Microsoft built the best software in the world? No, Apple's better. But they were good at marketing and getting people and forcing people to use it. They were a little tricky. Next step for you. Knowing the four pillars, one, two, these aren't in any order. You can reorder them, okay? Now what we have to do, what are we on, number six? 
We have to make a personalized plan because no two people are exactly the same. No two people have the exact same strengths and weakness. Going back, we were, you know, talking to Grant and what was, and Michelle, was it Michelle? The first two people I was talking to that we had on the board? Going back, I, the two people I chose, I need to make a personalized plan really for every one of you. I don't know how to make a personalized plan right now for 50,000 people, but let's try to do this. What do we do to personalize? How can you know what to do? Well, one of the ways, oh yeah, Stephanie and Grant. One of the ways is quizzes, pers- you know, personality quizzes. There's work and you know, there's these like strength finder quizzes, all these things. I'm a big believer in that. I know how to do it faster and just, cause I've done this literally with hundreds of thousands of people. So here's what I'll tell you. I created one with this system, which is very simple. It's called the PACE system. Hey, uh, one thing I want to talk about, a quick little note. I work with Cast Media on all my podcasts. So they do production, management, promotions. So if you have a podcast or think about getting into the space, you should definitely talk to Colin at Cast Media. It was just over at the house not too long ago. So you can get in touch at castmedia.com. That's spelled K-A-S-T media.com. So K, not a C. Tell them Ty sent you. All right, back to the show. P-A-S-E. And in my experience... Most people fall into one of these categories. P stands for practical. A stands for action. S stands for social. And E stands for emotional. In my experience, these are the four main ways to categorize our strengths and weaknesses. If you're a P strength person practical, it means you like routine. You don't mind doing the same thing over and over. You don't mind being behind the scenes. You're just practical. You usually like math a little more than the average person. If you're an A action person, pretty easy to understand. You don't always think things through. You leap in. You love new things. You get things going. You don't always finish them. If that's you, you're a little bit ADD. You're an A person. Action. S, social. You love to talk. And you don't even care who you're talking to. I always say you'll know you're social if you go to a bar to meet a friend that you've known for years. And when you get there, you get a text from your friend, hey, I couldn't make it. I'm sick. You don't care. You just turn around to anybody who's sitting next to you and you strike up a conversation for three hours. If that's you and you're really extroverted and just love people, you're an S. And then E, emotional. And I think this category has now become the largest in the modern world. This has grown the most. Emotional people are easily affected. You get your feelings hurt, but you're good at reading people. You're intuitive. You connect with people on a deeper level. Okay, so these are the four. And remember, nobody is 100% of one of these. We're all a combination. So I am actually an A. My strength, my, I always say just reorder the letters. Me personally, if you want a personalized plan for myself, I'm an A, uh, P, E, S. Apes. That's mine. But you could reorder yours, uh, whatever you think you are. I'm an action first. I'm relatively practical too, emotional and social. I'm so, now don't get this wrong. I am a social person, but I am social for a purpose. 
If I go to a bar and the person I was going to meet doesn't show up, I do not turn and talk for three hours to people. I don't know. I go back in my car and drive home. Don't get confused and think that even though S is my last one, that I have zero S. I have some social in me, but I'm more action-oriented. I go, if somebody says, Ty, go to this conference to meet this person to cut a deal, I'm like, yes, that's action and practical. Action is going there. I don't really procrastinate. Practical is cutting the deal. So you need to know which of these letters you are. And then each of these, by the way, and this is kind of something I came up with, corresponds to here. You see, if you're a more action-oriented person or social-oriented, you usually do better at marketing and sales. Salespeople like to talk. If you're an introverted salesperson, you're probably going to be broke, especially if you, you know, you're going out and meeting people, but you don't like to talk. If you're a practical person, practical people a lot of times like real estate and behind-the-scenes investing. If you're an action or uh, action people, a lot of times like online too, because you can start a new website fast. I launch businesses sometimes faster than I can even remember what businesses I have. Sometimes I have to have one of my lawyers give me a list of all the LLCs that I have. Seriously, I cannot remember because I'm like, let's do a new thing. Emotional people a lot of times do good here and here. And and again, everybody can work at any of these, but you got to find your strengths and build on your strengths. Now, this is the seventh and most important point. You personalize what you're going to do in the next 67 days, the next 18 months. Then you match it up to one of the four pillars, one, two, three, four, and then you go. But, and this is the most important thing that I've said today, only with a GPS, okay? Do not proceed without a GPS. Some of you are going to like be on this call and just go, okay, I'm ready to go. You're going to be like, I think I'm an action person. I'm going to go launch a website. And then you're not going to make it in the 300 because 90% of people who start something, specifically financially, businesses or investments, fail. Did you know that? Or investing. Nine out of 10 of your friends who just have an idea they're like, oh, I'm going to launch a restaurant. Oh, I'm going to invest you know, in, in stock market. Oh, I'm going to buy some real estate. Statistics, and this has been proven over and over for decades, 90% of them fail. Would you do anything in life if you had a 90% chance of failure? Would you go parachute? Would you jump out of a plane with a parachute if it said on the parachute, this only opens one out of 10 times? Would you be like, yeah, I'm going to risk it. But that's what people do with their money. I can't tell you. I had a guy at my house right here last year. He was like 60 years old. He goes, Ty, I need your help. My app. Nobody's downloading my app. And I won't say what it was because I don't want to embarrass him. But I said, what does this app do? It was the worst app idea I've ever heard. It was literally, I was thinking of what Charlie Munger said. You can't polish a turd. He was asking me to polish his idea and make it his app better. And I, I turned to him and I was just blunt. I wasn't mean, but I was honest. I said, Nobody's ever going to download this app. And I said, I hope you didn't put a lot of money in this. And he goes, well, I put my life savings in it. I saved $1 million and I retired at age 60 and I wanted to make more. And I said, this is what I said to him. You lost a million dollars. It took him his whole life to save a million bucks because here's why. He's the nine out of 10 that fail. Because 
And here's the perfect way to remember this. Let's say you go visit your friend in a city or part of the city you've never been to before. 30 years ago, not today, 30 years ago, if you would have gotten in a car and you can't get a hold of your friend and they say, oh, I live on the other side of town, come find me, what would you do? Get lost. That's the answer. People forget. We're all spoiled with modern iPhones and stuff. 30 years ago, people were getting lost everywhere. Ask your mom and dad. They were driving in circles, lost. Oh, people, I used, even like 15 years ago, when I first started doing nightclubs and parties, I remember some people wouldn't come. And I was like, why didn't you come? They go, I was afraid I'd get lost. I don't like to drive at night. Nowadays, that's insane because everybody has GPS, which basically gets you directly. And how often do you fail? Almost never. As long as you have a connection to your phone, the internet, or signal, You can be in any city in the world right now, and you can get around better than anyone has ever been able to do in history. You know one of the most confusing cities I've ever been in? Czech Republic, Prague. I have a pretty good sense of direction. Dude, Prague is insanely hard. Downtown Prague, it's like it's like a you're a mouse and they made a maze. And if you're not careful, I walked out of my hotel to go to like a little local like 7-Eleven. I walked one block. Never found my way back. And I, this is a funny part, true story. There was some guys, the Czech people, and I walked up to them and I was like, I'm lost. And they go, where are you trying to go? And I named the name of the hotel and they go, it's around here somewhere, but we don't know how to find it either. And I was like, how long have you lived there? They're like, all our life, but this city's confusing. So that's how money is for people. It's confusing. You didn't grow up with parents that taught you how to build a business, how to invest. So the whole world is just lost. And really what you're seeing financially in the modern world is people proceeding with no GPS. So what is the GPS of money? What's the map? What's the ways? What's the Google Maps of money? Here's a couple ideas for you I'm going to give you right now. Some of these you can do on your own, and some of them you can do with me if you want to. So what are the GPS? I wish there actually was a GPS. I bet you one day in 50 years there'll be a GPS. It's the app you download. You like put your fingerprint on it. It'll take your DNA. It'll find your exact strengths and be like, you know what? You'd be a good entrepreneur. You'd be a good you know, programmer. You'd be a good in real estate. That doesn't exist yet. If you can come up with that, by the way, I want to invest in your business. But assuming you can't do that, and I've never heard of that before, here's what I think are your best GPS guides. So... I'm going to divide them. There's two kinds on your own. So this is self-guided. So it's kind of like you plugging into some GPSs. And this is with mentors. All right, books right here. You guys know I love books. I post books that I'm reading every day on my Snapchat and Instagram. I have at least 10,000 books that I spend $32,000 a year on Amazon just on books. I spend roughly a hundred bucks a day because I buy about 10 books a day, sometimes 15. When, and they add up, I buy old textbooks and some I buy cheap one, but it adds up to about a little over a hundred bucks a day. So that's roughly $36,000 a year, right? So books is one. Conferences you can go to, seminars you can go to, finding, like asking your parents sometimes if you have the right parents. Okay, so that's all the free stuff here. YouTube videos, I watch YouTube videos. I'll like download video. Yesterday I was watching Elon Musk's TED, TED talk about his building a, uh, tunnels underneath Los Angeles. So these are all self-guided. 
Now, self-guided, there's some good things and some bad, okay? I'm gonna show you that in a second. Now, mentors, this is my favorite. What really changed my life when I was broke, sleeping on that couch, is I, I've had five millionaire mentors in my life. This has done me more good than all of this, okay? But I didn't know any millionaires when I was starting out, so I had to start here. Remember, this YouTube Live stuff, this is like three years old. When I got started, there was nothing. You couldn't just call people on the phone and be like, hey, will you mentor me? Like People were like, who are you? There was no social media. There was nothing. Email, but you know, I didn't even know who email. I never met a millionaire. I remember the first millionaire I met. I think it was uh, my friend Malad's dad, and I was probably about 26, 25, really. Joel Salatin, my first mentor, he's a millionaire now, but he wasn't when I started. So this is the best. In person, you ask questions. They personalize the, the results for you. You know, th- Nothing beats this. No, it's just common sense. If you want to learn basketball or soccer or weightlifting, you can buy a book. You can watch YouTube videos. Maybe you can ask your parents who played basketball a few times. But wouldn't it be better to like find a professional? Yes, always. But it's weird. When it comes to money, people never think about that. In fact, this is how backwards the world is. When you bring up mentors, people think it's a scam, like it's some late night infomercial from the 1980s. I'm like, oh my God, this world's so messed up that people have a teacher for yoga. Okay, yoga's great. People will pay a yoga teacher, no problem. Nobody goes, Todd, do you know a free yoga teacher? No, people go to like a yoga instructor. People have personal trainers to get a six pack. People will spend 50 bucks a session, 100 bucks a session at the local gyms all around the world. But if you say, oh, why don't you pay somebody to mentor you financially? People are like, scam, really? So getting a six pack trainer is okay, but not a six pack of the brain. How does that make any sense? But again, Albert Einstein. It's insanity. People are trapped in a system. So let me show you the pros and cons of these two. You know what the pros of having self-guided teachers are? Like books? Here's the pros. So let's just take books or YouTube videos or something. Here's the advantage. Good and bad. Everything has the pros and the cons. The pros are you don't have to know anybody. You don't have to know anybody. You just know how to go to Google or go to the bookstore. It's free. That's another. Or if you go to the library, get a free book or something. YouTube's free. That's good. Okay? It's free. You can do it 24-7. So there's nobody else's schedule. You just, if you feel like reading at 3 in the morning or 6 in the morning, you can do it. What's the cons? Well, you get what you pay for. Do you really think the best business people in the world and the best investors and the best real estate people just put all their secrets on free YouTube videos? Why? You really think that? I mean, Elon Musk talks about how he built Tesla, but does he tell you all the secrets? Does he tell you how he raised the money, who, raised, who helped him raise the money? No, he doesn't tell you any of that. He just gives you the basics. There's no YouTube. Why would somebody be incentivized to give you all their secrets? They're not going to. Only a stupid business person gives away every trick up their sleeve. So you get what you pay for. Another thing, when you don't pay for stuff, let's face it, you procrastinate. You know, I did a test. I gave away, 
I did a conference at the Fairmont Hotel. I've done a few in Santa Monica. I had 800 seats. That's all you can fit, fire code. So I sold 600 seats for like 500 bucks each or something like that, or 200 bucks. Then I gave away to my friends and friends of friends 200 free tickets, okay? So 600 people paid. It was a one-day seminar. I brought in all my mentors. I flew in Joel South of Virginia, Dr. Buss from Texas, like all the Neil Patel and all these people, Alex, my biz partner from San Francisco, all fly down there. All these badasses that have made literally Alex's company's done a billion dollars in revenue. I'm going to like open up the secrets. 600 people who paid, 580 of them showed up. 500, almost every person showed up. The 200 people I gave a free ticket, my friends, like 40 people came. The other 160 woke up that morning and said, you know what, it's kind of cold out. I don't think I can make it, Ty, sorry. So just to be honest, what you don't pay for, you procrastinate on. That's a fact. People give me free, I, I had a free tickets, Laker floor seats, basketball game. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, I don't feel like going. But I also paid $26,000 to sit next to Kobe Bryant three games in a row. I paid about 100 grand. The last three games of his career, I sat next to him on the bench. Do you think I missed that seat? Do you think I paid 26 grand and was just like, oh. and you know what? I learned so much sitting next to Kobe Bryant. I got to talk to him. I got a video on my Instagram. But I also watched and observed how he managed teams. He's got, what, five championship rings? I learned a lot from his mindset. So even though I invested $100,000 in those tickets, it's made me, I guaranteed you, 10x. I guarantee I've made an extra million bucks from sitting next to him. If someone had given me free tickets, you don't show up, you procrastinate. It even happens for me. So nowadays, I'm telling you, I meet people and they're like, hey, Ty, I, I'm, a guy contacted me, he goes, I'm a UFC trainer. I want to come. I see you do jujitsu and boxing. I'll come to your house for free. And I told him, dude, let me pay you. I know myself. A free thing, I won't take you seriously. And I probably will find a reason not to show up. Let me pay you 500 bucks. I'll show up. It's not a lot of money for me, but just the thought that counts. So don't forget that. And I know people go, oh, Ty, you're just saying that because you sell stuff. Okay. If you're that cynical and you're that stupid, do the math in your own life. Free, you know what's free? Public school. Who here paid attention in public school? Who here really got their money's worth? Taxpayer dollars in the state of New York is $200,000. Who here of the kids going to free public school? You should make kids pay for their own school. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how to do that system. But if it was just even $5 a week, people are going to pay more attention. You don't value what you don't pay for. Seriously. Let's talk about here. You know, I talked about the other way is you can pay somebody else. You can find mentors and you can pay them. What's the cons and the pros? Well, the cons are easy. It's exp more expensive. You're worried. What if it doesn't work? This is a big thing. People go, oh, I don't mind paying, but what if it doesn't work? And then I wasted all my money and I got scammed and all that. The good things, the pros are easy. It's more personalized. They're incentivized to teach you. Look, I have people that go on my programs and I'm incentivized to make sure it works for them because or else they want their money back. No one wants a refund. Think of Walmart. They give free refunds on anything you have. That incentivizes them to make stuff that people don't want a refund. 
or else they'd go broke if you made a crappy stuff. So everything is on both sides. There's no right way. I, my, here's my honest answer. If you want to make it into the 300 group, you can't pay, by the way, to be in my 300 group. I have paid programs, but to graduate into the 300, not one person's ever paid me to be in that group. It's pure results. If you want to get the results we talked about, for a lot of you it was how to make six figures or get out of debt or get healthier again, all those stuff. Here's my thing. I recommend you do the free stuff and the paid stuff. Get books to the library if you need to. YouTube videos. Go to conferences and seminars, free ones, and do the paid side. That's exactly what I do. If you look at my bank account every single month for the last, let's just say three years, I've spent minimum $20,000 a month, maximum about $250,000 a month on my own direct investment into educating my brain, literally. And you know what? Every year that I've done that, my income has gone up, probably gone up 10 to $20 million per year that I do that. Revenue in my business is easily has gone up 10 to 20. So I'd say on average, I'm spending a million bucks a year in the last, I don't know what it was before, but I know the last three years because I did it with my accountant. I spent at least $3 million on trainers, coaches, you know, conferences, going to meet people, flying people in to train me. And it's been worth at least, at least $10 million extra each year in revenue. So that's at least 30 million extra from putting in 3 million. Now, when I got started, I didn't have a million to put in. So it's a ratio. I'm not saying you should try to put a million into your own education because if you have zero or, you know, if you have 10,000 bucks, you can't put that much in. But what I'm telling you is the proportion stays the same. For me, it's been roughly 10 to one. And I'll buy anything. People now are like, aren't you worried about getting scammed? Listen, I already know how to, Forbes named me top 10 business influencer in the world. Last year, Entrepreneur Magazine, or uh, Entrepreneur.com named me the number one social media influencer in the world. I know about how to make money online. I still buy all kinds of courses. If I see something online, I'll be like, buy it. We just bought something for two grand. Why? Because you learn. I learn how they market it. I, I reverse engineer it. So, And I do free stuff. I watch YouTube videos too. It doesn't have to be one or the other. If you want to change your life, you have to blitz it. Blitz it hard and hit with everything you've got. And if you hit it with everything you got, you have a chance. And all of you are going to half-ass it. It ain't happening. It isn't. It won't happen. <laughs>